last Wednesday, January 2nd, Perry Johnson lost his battle with cancer. After eight months of fighting what was previously diagnosed as stage four esophageal cancer, it spread throughout his lungs and bones and brain, and they just couldn't fight it anymore. To say that Perry's loss has sent a shockwave through the indie podcast community is not doing it justice. He was just a ray of positivity and sunshine, always there for a laugh. Even when things looked dark, he still kept positive and he was going to fight to the end. But now at least we can say that his pain is finally over. And now his family still needs our help. He was the sole income in their home. And now his wife, Lindsay, and their children still need our help. So you can still go and donate to the GoFundMe to support them or donate directly to them via their PayPal. Right now, the odddeadoutpodcast.com homepage directs to the the page with, with those links. So you can contribute there. The links are also in the show notes. So do what you can to help this family, help them keep a roof over their head and food on their table in their time of need. Evening on that out podcast in five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Odd Dad Out Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am your host, as always, the heavily caffeinated Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad Out. And this is the show where I share my twisted little stories and ramblings. I make fun of some jackass in the news, and I tell you about a podcast that I think you need to listen to because sharing is caring. And I just can't seem to sip, stick to one kind of subject. I don't know. <laughs> oh. How are you doing today, dear listener? So, I realized that because last week I did my sort of year-end New Year's wrap-up resolutions kind of stuff, that I completely bypassed my birthday which happened to have been uh, last Sunday, Uh, this past, like, two Sundays ago, Um, the 30th, right before New Year's, Uh, in case anybody's wondering. (laughs) But I I, I just kind of was like, you know, it's one of those things where I mentioned during holiday stuff, here's all the stuff the boys got. I didn't so much talk about what I got, and yeah, it sounds kind of egotistical, like, well, here's what they got, man. Like, well, what about me? Well, it for the sake of me, it actually kind of is funny 
I guess you could say funny. Funny in the whenever holidays and things come up, nobody knows what to get me. Short of buying me more like podcast equipment and microphones and things like that, which are expensive, um, no one really knows what to get me. So everybody always defaults to one thing. And I'll, I'll give you a hint. Yeah. (laughs) So if you know me at all, or you've listened to the show for any, for a pretty decent amount, you actually kind of have to go pretty far back. But if you know me, I'm what you would describe as a heavy coffee drinker. I'm like a two pots a day kind of person. And not for the sake of, oh, I need the caffeine to function. Although you would think so, considering I normally only sleep four to five hours a day. And I say day because I work at night, but I, I, it's not the only thing I drink, but everybody seems to think so. <laughs> and so every holiday, birthday, whatever, invariably, somebody will buy me coffee. Somebody buys me uh, some fancy beans or whatever that they saw. And it's, it's it, without fail, I will get either for my birthday or at Yule, I will end up getting a bag of, of coffee. And this year it came from my wife because when in doubt buy coffee and it was like, and I told her, I was like, you know, every time it's like you, you people could buy me something besides coffee. You know, I, I don't just drink coffee, but I did have to appreciate what she got me because she bought me two bags of coffee, both from Death Wish Coffee Company. (laughs) She got me a bag of whole bean original Death Wish coffee, which if you're playing along at home, and I've mentioned way back in my coffee episode at episode, I don't remember what, because it was like two years ago. um, Death Wish is the strongest commercially available coffee in the world as in like the most caffeine. Basically the only stuff out there that is stronger than death wish is stuff that you like, Oh, it's produced by this one tribe in this one location and they don't export it. You can't like, you got to, you know, trek through the jungle to find this sort of shit. That's the only stuff. And I think the one thing I remember covering before it's called black death. (laughs) I think that was what it was called, but literally, and that stuff is like, it it's damn near toxic, but you can only buy it in the one place. You, you can't just order it. So death wish basically still takes the crown. So yeah, they, she got me a, a bag of death wish and a bag of what is the Valhalla Java Odin force blend, which is, uh, It's hard to describe it without just pulling up their little thing, which I don't have in front of me or going and grabbing the the bag out of the freezer and, and, and reading it. But this is basically, it's super smooth. It's again, super caffeinated. And it is the, uh, like you could say it's like the custom blend for Zach wild, who is, was, Ozzy Osbourne's guitarist and the guitarist and singer for Black Label Society. Dude is a badass motherfucker. 
this is his his blend you know I, I you know a lot of musicians have custom guitar signature series I mean I think he does too but he has a signature coffee and you know what if Zach Wilde's signature coffee is going to be some badass shit and it is damn good that's just it and I'll say this for both of them when you think of death wish coffee and you think of this is super caffeinated they i think it's somewhere around the i don't again i don't have the numbers in front of me i had them way back in the day if you want to check them out but if it i think they it basically amounts to like one standard coffee cup of death wish is about a standard pot worth of caffeine i guess if you're going to compare it to like standard folgers roast it's like one pot of folgers is one cup of death wish as far as caffeine goes. And I could be totally wrong exact about the proportions, but that's essentially like what you're talking about. It's a lot. And I'm not somebody who, who feels caffeine. I don't, I drink coffee because I like the taste of coffee. I'm just the way I enjoy my coffee. What can I say? But this is one of those things where, and I think in one description, one review I saw, said that if you are somebody who does not feel the caffeine from coffee, if it takes a lot of caffeine for you to notice, then this is something you might want to look into because you will notice it. Now, I like passive aggressively noticed it because (laughs) when I tried it, I was like, hmm, this is really good. And what surprised me is that stuff was a lot smoother than I expected because I drink my other like favorite coffees are like the Trader Joe's dark roast. That stuff is pungent. It is strong. It is a very hard flavor. It, it punches you in the, in the mouth when you drink that it's delicious and it's smooth, but that stuff, like my wife hates it when I make it because the beans are so pungent that she says it smells like tar and this stuff not so much, and which is really surprising from something with such a concentrated caffeine level. And it's really smooth and mellow, and it I, I don't want to disparage the flavor, but from a what you expect, I guess it's a matter of expectations. You expect something that highly caffeinated to taste, have a really, really strong taste, and it almost says it, it like with that sort of expectation, you could say it tastes weak only on the basis of you assume that super caffeinated means super bitter and it's not. And you don't notice. I almost have to equate it to uh, Jägermeister. Jäger tastes like licorice syrup. Really? I know a lot of people don't drink it. If I'm drinking alcohol, it's yeah. The guy who primarily drinks coffee, the one alcohol I drink is going to like knock you on your ass. What can I say? But the thing with Jaeger is you can sit there pounding shots of Jaeger and doing Jaeger bombs and all this stuff. And you don't taste the alcohol. You don't feel the alcohol until you try and stand up and then you fall flat on your face. I have, that's basically how I think of death wish and uh, the Valhalla Java is you don't really, at least. And again, this goes for me because I don't feel caffeine like that. I don't get the jitters. I like, I, I don't understand people who drink a cup of regular like Folgers and will get jittery and get the shakes from the caffeine 
or people who go through caffeine withdrawals and get the shakes from lack of caffeine. Like they, like, I don't understand this. I, I don't, I don't get a caffeine crash. I don't get caffeine jitters. I, I, I just drink a lot of coffee. What can I say? But in with this stuff, I didn't notice the caffeine level in it affecting me for several hours, strictly on the basis of I'm I, like I said, I only sleep maybe four or five hours on a good day. And to a certain degree, especially on weekends, I'm perpetually sleepy just because I have to function in kind of off my normal routine because of, you know, it's my days off and things like that. And like, oh, I'm not working on my regular scheduled days or whatever. Like I'm kind of wired to be up at night and asleep during the day. And so like I'm, I was up during the day and I'm like, yeah, I need my naps. I need the things. And I realized after they made a pot of the Valhalla and I was like, I'm not tired like at all. I'm not like super, I wasn't super jumpy or anything, but I was like, and it was, again, it was a couple hours later and realized I'm not tired. Hmm. I guess there's, there's something to the caffeine in this, huh? <laughs> and so it was, it was really, and it was, and again, it was a really smooth flavor. It was really good. Good to the point where my wife has been drinking it. My wife, and she actually does have a certain caffeine sensitivity. She doesn't get jittery or anything, but she does get like caffeine withdrawals. She has, you know, she's on a two Dr. Pepper a day, keep her mount her caffeine level maintained. And She's been actually, because she's been working overtime this week, she's been drinking that in the mornings and it's been kind of surprising because she's just been feeling it. I'm like, but she likes it. And that's really kind of surprising that she's enjoying the death wish. And it's like, this stuff has more caffeine in it in a cup than you consume in a week. And what? (laughs) But she enjoys it. And again, she's not one who normally enjoys coffee. She's like coffee and tea tastes like dirt, especially my dark roast that is so you know, punch you in the face pungent. So she's really enjoying this. So that's really kind of funny, but all of that, I swear they're not paying me for this. Now, if they want to send me some swag, if somebody from death wish happens to be listening right now and they want to send me some swag for all this, I'm totally accepting of swag. Totally <laughs> reach out to me. Hey, death wish people, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at odd dad out. You know me <laughs> anyway, all that aside, pandering, Again, not sponsoring, but you know, stuff would be cool. Anyway, um, that was all she got me that for Yule. Well, for my birthday, she got me this really nice, like adjustable burr grinder. It was like one of the fancy ones where you can adjust the the size of the the grind so that if you want like for a drip pot or if you want something for like a French press where you need to have big heavy grind on it. Because the French press, whatever type of, of coffee maker or whatever, you know, grind you want to have that you can dial that in and, and adjust it and, and it's manually powered. It's not electric, so it's not really noisy. It does take a lot of cranks to get down a, a pot's worth of coffee beans ground up, but I do enjoy that. And the boys actually like grinding those. I'll just here you, and they just sit there and turn and turn and turn because they think it's cool. But it's really cool to have a nice coffee grinder. And it just, it was funny because she got me that and she ordered that after we had the whole conversation of, you know, 
all anybody ever buys me is coffee. And then she goes and buys me an accessory to go along with a coffee. And I kind of rolled my eyes at her, but I also knew it was coming. And she was like, I, I can't falter for that because she got me really good coffee. And then she got me a really good coffee grinder. So it, it goes together. She wasn't going to buy me a microphone. So the least she could do is buy me a nice coffee grinder. But yeah, it, it's just been, I've been enjoying it. And it, what sucks is because she's been drinking it too. I've been burning through it faster than I necessarily would. You know, I normally save my good coffee for, um, more special occasions, family coming over, which I did. Uh, my sisters came over for my birthday and thinking about it. I don't remember. Oh yeah. I was thinking we ordered barbecue. <laughs> we went to Rudy's and got a bunch of barbecue for my birthday. And so they came over and whenever my sisters are over, I've always, I, I break out my good coffee. That's when I, you know, bust out the grinder and grind up fresh coffee and all that stuff for whenever there's family over. Cause we're all, we're all big coffee drinkers. And so we, we went through a few pots while my sisters were here and so, and it's fun, but it's, it's good. Um, again, it's definitely not for everybody. Obviously that sort of caffeine level that it has, it's a bit strong. So if you are sensitive to caffeine, stay the hell away from it. Absolutely. Um, my buddy, Chris, the mole man, he saw the the little preview image and saw the death wish coffee. It was like, it's so it's like, it's really good, but it hurt my stomach. Wimp. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Then again, Chris is a bit older. And so, you know, I've, and I've heard this as certain when sometimes like older people have the caffeine starts, you know, you start getting the ulcers or the whatever. I don't know. God, that would suck for me if I started getting ulcers from all the caffeine. But I don't want to worry about that right now. What right now? I want to worry about getting on with the rest of the show. Now, again, not that they're sponsoring me, but if you are interested in getting yourself some Death Wish coffee, I do have the links in the show notes. So check that out, of course, at odddadoutpodcast.com. You can click on the little links right there. Again, right now the homepage is directing uh off the main link. So you will have to click the little episode tab there at the top or it'll be in, you know, in your little podcatcher doodad thingy, Bob, but yeah, links to that and all the rest of the stuff I will be talking about are in the show notes, but I'm going to take another coffee break. (laughs) I'm going to play some promos and I will be right back with This week's recommended listening feature, Rolling Misadventures. Hi, this is Emily Prokop from The Story Behind, which is a podcast about the extraordinary history behind the ordinary. What does that mean? It means whenever my ADHD gets the best of me, I begin to wonder the stories behind everyday objects. This is the story behind sporks, behind chewing gum, behind hoodies, Places. This is the story behind Mount Rushmore. This is the story behind speakeasies or people. This is the story behind Uncle Sam. This is the story behind Betty White. Everything has a backstory. And from what I've noticed from doing the show, not everything is as plain and simple as history books may have you believe. Join me Mondays and Thursdays on your favorite podcast app or at the storybehindpodcast.com. And thanks for listening. 
With all the gaming sites full of editorials and fluff pieces, it can be hard to stay up to date on the news from the gaming industry. The Sometimes Geek Podcast is a quick and easy listen each week that covers the major headlines and the occasional review, with thoughts from an everyday gamer. You can find us at sometimesgeek.com or on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Recommended listening. Are you into stories played out like movie scenes, audio dramas, or real play style podcasts? On Rolling Misadventures, a group of podcasters take time away from their respective shows to sit down and play a game called Fiasco. With a whole lot of improv and a little bit of tabletop banter, we create short stories where everything can and will go wrong. From a sci-fi cloning mishap... Uh, we were making some clones and, uh, made an extra. You. To Victorian-era lovers trying to escape a failing playhouse... You, sir. Oh, the pelican. The pelican of my dreams. The pelican of my heart. Yeah, then Helen, you're the albatross of my loins. And then he vomits. And even an action-packed 80s heist. Well, what, what, what does he look like? What kind of type does he look like? He definitely doesn't look like a cop. There's plenty of variety to check out as we wrap up our stories every month to keep things fresh. Check us out at RollingMisadventures.com or search for us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and your podcatcher of choice. Rolling Misadventures. So, this is hosted... Basically, the main host is Derek, who also is the host of the Sometimes Geek podcast, which I have featured previously. And, you know, been friends with Derek for a little while now. And when I first heard about the show, about uh, Rolling Misadventures when he was launching it, I really was not sure about it because what I understood it to be was just kind of a tabletop game. I was thinking like the, um, those real play dungeons and dragons games, the, the podcasters are like that. And I listened to a couple of them and I just, I couldn't get into those, like those, the, the real play D and D games and stuff like that. I was just, I, I couldn't get into it. I was never big, uh, dungeons and dragons person. This is not my style. Whatever. But that's what I thought this was going to be. And then he came on the show. And when Derek was actually on the show and he described rolling misadventures and I was like, oh, okay. So that's completely different. That's not what I thought it was at all. First off, it's not, it's not Dungeons and Dragons. It's a game called Fiasco. And again, I, I know nothing of the game at all. <laughs> Even listening to the show, I know nothing of the game. There's a few little bits and pieces of the rules and, and the gameplay that I've been able to figure out. But for the most part, you really don't need to know that. Ultimately, with this show, the fact that they're playing a game, it's a, it's a minor element of it. And understanding the game element of it isn't really necessary for you to enjoy the show because unlike so many of those like D and D podcasts where they'll spend an entire season and maybe probably months and months and months of playing through one storyline with rolling misadventures. They do an entire storyline in two episodes, but it goes really fast. It goes really fast and it makes it really easy to just j jump in because 
you're not having to go back and listen to a backlog of anything. But again, with when it comes to the game element of the show, really, it's like a, a fractional, minor, tiny thing. And basically, they have a setup. They have a a prompt. The entire show basically is like, if you've ever seen Whose Line Is It Anyway? This is basically a series of improv scenes that are kind of dictated by the prompt of the storyline. So there's like an overarching, here's the story set up, here are the characters, and then each of the the people, uh, Derek and uh, the other uh, participants in that particular story, they'll act out a scene, they'll improv a scene, basically based on the prompt. Like, oh, you and... Like you're a couple of superheroes and they've established their characters in there, but, and then like, oh, you're at the bar and you're doing cause superheroes at a bar. Why not? And this just happened. And this is this time later and blah, blah, blah. This happened. Go. And they improv the scene. And what's really funny is that unlike in my understanding of Dungeons and Dragons, where you like meticulously build this character and this personality and all this stuff for a character and you're basically bound to that with the way they're playing it so much of like, here's the basic character skeleton and them improvising and like how they interpret the character. And there was one point where there was, it was with the superhero one. I can't remember the name of the, the episodes. It wasn't too far back um, where one of them played, he was basically like a, a, a superhero, like a sidekick for hire. And he was just super blase about it and was, was like constantly hounding them. Hey, uh, so the check, you still owe me money. Like <laughs> he's like freelance, uh, uh, sidekick and is hitting up all the superheroes for money. They owe him. And stuff like that. And it's like, oh, you need like, oh, you need to talk to my assistant. She'll worry about all that stuff. Like, he's like, but like, dude, you, you owe me money. Like, are we going to like stuff? And it was, it was hilarious. It was just completely not how you'd expect that to go. And so it plays, it's, it's hilarious. And then when the game itself actually kind of comes into play, there'll be points where the game itself will dictate what, like a thing has to happen. Like there'll be a point where I think it's basically in the midpoint of the story between the two episode arc where they roll and it affects the, 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 the direction that the story goes. And after all of these scenes are put together, they roll to determine basically kind of their fate. It was like, are they going to have a happy ending? Are they going to die? Um, do they have a, an indeterminate ending? And then again, improvise, and then they have to make the scene. And so that's been, it's really cool. And it's not what I expected. It's really fun. And again, because it's each story really is, is just two episodes. So you listen to two episodes. There's one story in a next month. It's a completely different storyline. And so far I've listened to the, the superhero bit, which was hilarious. And I've listened the most recent one was kind of, it was a little bit darker, but it was kind of a sci-fi mystery x Filesy kind of thing. And so that was, and yeah, it was just weird. The, the, the directions they take the characters. And it's really fun. And so I'm, I'm getting really digging it. And again, I didn't expect to, 
I did not expect to be into this show at all because I didn't, I was again, I'm thinking tabletop real play sort of thing. It's, you know, this is going to be nerdy as hell, especially because Derek does a video game show. He does a video game news show, fairly dry video game news show. And so I'm like, Oh, this is going to be a really nerdy thing. Like, like, Nope, this is fun. This is funny. And I feel like maybe if I were in a more, if I were more familiar with the gameplay, I'd almost want to join in on one of these sessions with them and be a part of this for, for one, for one story or something. I don't know. Maybe later if I figure out how the hell this game works, but you need to check it out. It's really fun. Again, rolling misadventures. You can find it at rolling misadventures.podbean.com. Of course, Links are in the show notes, but now, before I get out of here, there's one more thing I've got to do. You know what it is. It's time for the jackass of the week. Sixteen-year-old soccer star turns out to be twenty-eight. <laughs> so, <clears throat> a player in the Indian Super League, who held the record as the youngest scorer in the league, has been suspended for lying about his age. Turns out, the player who claimed to be sixteen appears to actually be twenty-eight. And, uh, yeah, looking at the picture, I've got a picture of him over in the show notes at odddeadoutpodcast.com. Um, no fucking duh. Seriously. Now, I know, and again, I, 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 I'm half Hispanic. I have family and friends, and I grew up with kids in school who looked older than their age. I, myself, am the exact opposite. But there is no way in hell you could look at this dude and think that he's 16. He looks 40. Like, the dude has a big, thick mustache. And again, I realize he's Indian. And by Indian, I mean India Indian. This is the Indian League of Soccer, football, whatever, don't care. This guy, he just, he looks... Like a 40-year-old Mexican. And I mean that literally. He looks like a 40-year-old Mexican. (laughs) So apparently, all the controversy basically came out when the whole he's the youngest scorer in league history came from his big historic goal against uh, in this big match. Well, it just put a lot of public attention on him. Because when he scored this goal. Suddenly there's all this media attention and people start looking at him and they're like, huh? 16. I, I don't, I don't think so. And if, but then they started the fact I'm, I'm going to look at the fact that they didn't check for like a birth certificate or something in the first place What the hell, but they, they start looking into like, well, we need you to prove your age and, and all this stuff again. Why didn't they do that before? 
But apparently, not only was he, did they not check, and he was not 16, two years ago, he had been suspended from the National U-16 Football Championship for being older than he claimed. So, like, two, three years ago, he was older than 16. How the fuck is he 16 now? So, yeah. (laughs) To quote the article, given that he sports a full-grown mustache and has developed enviable biceps, it's hard to believe that he's 16. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) I mean, what the hell? Again, he looks 40. Like, literally looks 40. Not even, I mean, when they're, they're, they start digging and I was like, oh yeah, it looks like he's about 28. Again, that's still vague. They're like, um, we're pretty sure he's 28. I gather he could possibly be older than that. But either way, the fuck? <clears throat> and again, I've got a picture of the dude in the, in the show notes, but what the fuck? This dude. I mean... How did you, how at any point did anybody believe this dude was 16? I mean, that's like no due process here, people. Nobody did any background. He just writes 16 and like, there's a grown ass man playing with a bunch of fucking teenagers and nobody even asked a question. What the hell? I mean, seriously. Just, I I am dumbfounded by the sheer fact that in two leagues, not just here, in two leagues, nobody actually checked anything. Nobody did any due diligence, or maybe you like when you sign up, you got to provide identification, (laughs) birth certificate, documentation showing you are you and you are 16. I mean, really, what the hell? And I can't totally, I mean, this dude's a dick for pulling this whole stunt of this whole, I'm 16, I'm going to play on this soccer team and I'm going to whoop the shit out of all these teenagers. Now, let's be fair. If at this point he's gone through two leagues before he's scored and gotten any attention, apparently he's not very good because if he's 28 and he's not, and he's barely holding his own with a bunch of fucking teenagers, dude, you suck. (laughs) I'll put it that way. It's not like he's going in and completely smoking them all. Like, no, he's just barely now getting attention because he finally scored and he's the youngest scorer in the league. Like, no, he's the oldest fucking scorer in the league because he's fucking 28. <laughs> so I, again, I don't know who's the bigger jackass here. This guy or all of the people that believed it. Okay, that's going to do it for this week. Remember, you can get all of the links to all of those things, everything I mentioned in recommended listening and the news and the picture of this asshole in the show notes at odddadoutpodcast.com. Connect with me on the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at odddadout if you want to send me a comment or your own recommended listening suggestions, you can do that at show at odddadoutpodcast.com or join the Facebook group, Twisted World of the Odd Dad Out. 
just search for me in Facebook. You'll find it. And if you want to be really awesome and support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash out and become a patron. There's fun little stuff there. All I Like I mentioned last week, all the little bonusy stuff that I'm going to try and start doing. Um, I, maybe I'll start doing some bonus episodes. I'm going to be doing the, the audiobook stuff and we'll see what else I, I can come up with to throw you over there. Of course, as you go up, there's stickers and, and mugs and t-shirts and different things you start getting when you start getting up there in, in, in the donations. But again, that's at patreon.com slash out. And now I blank stuff because I blank stuff because it's not in front of me. But thank you so much for listening and all my rambling and, and my my completely unpaid coffee promotion there. <laughs> and until next week, I'm Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad Out. Thank you and good night. <laughs>